Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. Here we'll have a conversational exploration of tarot, personal and spiritual growth, and identity formation. It's less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I'll process stories from my life, both from the past and from the current moments that I'm moving through, to give listeners things to think about in their own journey. I'll also be introducing you to wonderful humans who are exploring these topics in their lives, either personally, professionally, or both. So my name is Jenna Fox, and I'm an educator, writer, tarot reader, Reiki master, and queer mystical mama. What I'm not is an expert. So if you're a seeker, if you've got a curious mind or are interested in esoteric topics, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so excited to have you on the journey. Let's get started, shall we? All right, so I'm actually recording this podcast episode in pretty live time. It's October 30th, 2018, and I'm currently doing an experiment where I am releasing six, I think maybe seven episodes. Um, I've been on fall break for a while, and I've just been really, really, really enjoying having some time that feels a little bit more unstructured and where I'm able to kind of just go with the flow and do some creativity. I can record a podcast episode um, when I have the energy and the mood and when I'm feeling good and I just have the inspiration and then I know that I can release them like I'm doing today, like I'm doing tomorrow officially on Samhain and um, I have just really enjoyed that process rather than trying to keep myself to a pretty strict weekly recording schedule and releasing schedule. So um, it's been a couple of weeks since I did a tarot uh, meetup here in the Pacific Northwest. So we met up, there was 12 or so of us that met up in Seattle, and you will hear me talk about this on um, one of the other episodes, <laughs> that you guys have the benefit of hearing all of these at one time, even though there's been so many weeks in between recording. But I was at this tarot meetup, and it was so lovely, and one of the participants, her name is Jubilee, and I'm, of course, going to link her information on um, the show notes, and I've even mentioned her on Instagram. And she just was casually looking at my birth chart. Yeah, you know, we were just, my natal chart, we were just having a conversation. And she was like, well, just let me take a look at it, right? And one of the things that she said to me that stuck out so much that was so revolutionary to me it was something that I didn't know about um, was around my north node and so I thought that I would take this time um, as our last episode for this little Samhain release to talk about north and south nodes of astrology and then their tarot correspondence um, because it was really impactful in my life, just in the 15 minute short conversation that she had with me. And I've noticed that with some of the other people that I've shared with like my best friend, I have permission to talk about her experience with this is that she said that this was sing the singularity, no, the singular most helpful aspect of astrology that she has heard 
in a really long time, more than her knowing her sun, moon, and rising. So let's talk about the natal chart a little bit and this north node and south node, respectively. So the north node and the south node, like, and some of this information, because I'm not an astrologer, right? And I'm hoping that I'll actually, for you all, get to um, interview some some other people, tarot readers, astrologers, I'm hoping that I can maybe interview Jubilee and actually talk about some of this stuff with her in person um, for the next release, which I'm pretty sure that I'm going to experiment with releasing on the holidays. So uh, Yule would be next, which is around December 20th. So I've gotten some of this information simply just from Google, a website called astrostyle.com. And Looking at the north and south nodes. So if you know your natal chart and you know your time of birth and you know all of that, I'm wondering if you know what your north node is or it's sometimes labeled as your true node. So there's this uh, school of thought that the north node is something that is going to shed light on your life purpose. So that it kind of holds this key to like, where are you going? Now, Jubilee had this beautiful description of like, I have my birth chart and I have my sun, moon rising and all of the other planets that are involved and where they are in my houses. And that the North Node is like the guiding star. So if I'm a vessel, if I'm in this ocean of life, where am I headed? Where are you headed? What's what's your trajectory? Like, where are you going? Knowing that if we are, you know, on a ship at night, and we are sailing by the stars, that we're never actually going to end up in the stars, right? The stars are taking us toward a destination toward an experience. And so when she put it that way, it was so helpful for me, because um, sometimes I think that there's kind of this roadmap of where I'm actually going to end up. <laughs> like if I'm doing a road trip to Eastern Washington, it's like, I hope I actually make it to Eastern Washington, right? But this idea that the North Node can be sort of the destination um, as far as the guiding principle, and then the life that unfolds can look many different ways, but keeping that that guiding star out there. So in some veins of astrology, the North Node can represent the karmic path and lessons that we are here to learn, or sort of that like language that we're trying to speak. And then the South Nodes are kind of the challenges and or the gifts that we bring from previous lifetimes. So that can be, if you have the philosophy or the belief in reincarnation, a South Node could be something like, those things that you've learned in the previous lifetime, right? Like, what are you entering with that you've already kind of mastered? And that's going to be sort of that, that home base, those gifts. <clears throat> Maybe it's your comfort zone, right? And you're going to tend to want to gravitate towards that, right? So when Jubilee looked at my chart, she was like, oh, I bet that you tend to gravitate towards um, independence and, um, really having like a sense of self and wanting to do things. And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. So the North node 
is this thing that's like my life mission, right? And it's not always the easy path, but it's this thing that kind of can create a real sense of spiritual satisfaction or um, like, like just like a life satisfaction overall, even if it means kind of stepping out of the comfort zone. So let me talk a little bit more, some specifics, because so I'm sort of explaining this North Node, South Node um, to you. But then I really want to bring in tarot as a um, as a way of also looking at it, visually representing it. So my South Node, which is the life, the lessons that I've come into this world already um, having experienced from other previous lifetimes, or one way of looking at it is saying that maybe those were the patterns that I learned in like the first 30 years of life, right? So this kind of foundation, what were some of those lessons? That's another way of looking at our South Node. And my South Node is in Capricorn, okay? So Capricorn is uh, shows up in my chart, my uh, the rest of my natal chart a couple of times. And it's, it's really... Um, it's really a great grounding energy for me. It feels um, like both independent, kind of masculine, trying to find like a work-life balance, wanting some recognition for um, my pursuits. And that means that my North Node, this guiding star that's out there in the heavens that is guiding my ship is Cancer. So I have a Cancer North Node. And in that 15 minute conversation with Jubilee and she was saying, oh, I bet it's that you're trying to um, create a family, maybe a biological family, maybe a spiritual family, trying to kind of call all your people together and make people feel like a sense of safety and protection and um, dealing with a lot of like family aspects and trying to... Um, be okay with that and it was actually I was shocked because I am a biological mother I'm raising two children and I'm an adoptee so I have like all these extra family members right I have my bio mom and my bio dad and my adoptive mom and my adoptive dad and it's sometimes confusing to my kid to explain how he has so many grandmas and grandpas and cousins and siblings and um and this idea of trying to create create family so feeling like I need to be pulled between one or the other wanting to work wanting to be independent wanting to have kind of my um in just my ducks in a row really liking structure almost feeling a little bit like uh that masculine energy and really my lesson in life is to learn how to enjoy my home and my family and really heart-centered connections. Um, and one thing that I thought was was really interesting was reading is that it said, to, regardless of the gender of the person who um, has a Capricorn South and a um, Cancer North node, is that they can maybe be reluctant parents, which <laughs> I definitely was, and also um, things around gender identity. So. I am a woman, but for most of my life, I've actually felt pretty um, in line with like masculine energy. I would say I was a tomboy. I loved wearing dresses. 
Um, but I was kind of one of the guys in a lot of ways, or even if the actual outward reality didn't match that I was one of the guys internally, I felt at home with the boys. Um, I worked at a Boy Scout camp. I loved kind of tromping through the woods. Even if I wore a dress, I, I didn't mind getting dirty. And um, some of those activities that I, I gravitated more, it's like I enjoyed Boy Scouts um, a lot. You know, I was a Girl Scout, but my mom ran the troop in a very um, like camping and outdoors focused way. So my life my life mission is to create family, a sense of family, and um, maybe not just in my home. It's one of the things that I think about as far as my classroom and my Instagram and my um, podcast and the book I want to write someday is how do I embrace, how do I let myself be okay with softness and community and letting myself be a part of something and, and, and have that be my guiding, my guiding star. So this was revolutionary to me to think about this. I have a lot of fire in my chart and I'm always doing things. I'm starting projects and I want to do things that I dream big and I'm, um, at work, I'm kind of no nonsense with, um, I don't take any of the BS. <clears throat> and, and yet, there is this pull, this pull when I'm outside of my comfort zone to do the vulnerable thing, to, um, to yeah, create that sense of family, even though the idea of family sometimes really uh, sketches me out. So, so I would be curious for you to start with figuring out what your north, your north and south nodes are. And you can do that looking at your birth chart, your natal chart. Um, there's some handy websites that just talk about the different, um, the different specific dates um, that might fall under um, the, you know, like if you were to have the same um, north node as me, it's probably because you were born between a, a, like a pretty wide swath of dates. But I want to talk about how this also kind of corresponds with tarot. And I don't know all of the philosophy behind how each tarot card was paired up with, um, each of the astrological signs because it doesn't it doesn't intuitively make a ton of sense to me but I found pretty consistently on the different websites that I looked at that there was um, these tarot cards that were correlated with the um, the signs so what I'm using this for is well first of all like just understanding my own self but then also looking at the people that I love around me. So I'm going to first start with talking about my experience since, since my North node is in cancer and it's all about creating um, a family. I wanted to talk about my children. So my oldest child is turning seven. And if we just looked at his regular natal chart, he's a Sagittarius sun, he's a Scorpio moon, and he's a Sagittarius rising. But his sign, his, his um, north and south node, so his south node is in Gemini, and his north node is in Sagittarius. And so when I looked at 
the numinous tarot deck was which what I used. And I looked at the correlation. So a Gemini South Node would be the lover's card. And the Sagittarius North Node is the temperance card. Now my son has temperance a lot in his chart. And looking at this beautiful representation of the lovers, which in Noel Arthurian's um, The Numinous Tarot, one of the things that I really love about um, this particular iteration of the lovers is that it isn't so binary and it isn't just two people with an angel in the middle. It's this whole circle of people holding hands and kind of just this idea of all of our parts and that we can fall in love with the different parts of ourself and that other people in the world are our mirror. And so then there's the temperance card. My, my child is the guiding, the guiding star for their life is temperance, which is the alchemist. It's that creating something from fire and water. It's integration of all the parts. And it's kind of a magical sign, <laughs> a talk card for um, me. And feels when I, when I was describing it to my best friend, she just like, said that it was so perfectly my child who at six and a half, almost seven, he has long blonde hair and sometimes wears dresses and um, has for the longest time been very uh, gender non-conforming and has talked about past lives. And as my best friend was sharing with me, she was like, you know, it just seems really sweet to see how he's, his, his, goal in life this life is that integration of all of those selves all of those parts of self loving them and then creating this new integrated being and that just really touched on my heartstrings as a mom and it felt really true and what I loved about knowing this tarot card is or seeing it seeing it visually um because I can think, ooh, Gemini, okay, ooh, Sagittarius. But to see the cards that were represented with both, it was, it was nice to look at and see where there's movement, where there's similarities. <clears throat> now, of course, every, every tarot deck is going to have a little bit of a different imagery. So my own, let's talk about my own because, you know, I think that that's important. We have... My my Capricorn um, South Node, and Capricorn is the devil, and the devil is typically a you know goat horned creature and kind of bounding up these um, lovers underneath in some chains and sort of this idea of um, addiction or potentially like. Um, external locus of control and trying to need to take back autonomy or, you know, um, feeling a little bit like there's maybe something not quite, um, in alignment. And this, the North node, my guiding stars is the chariot in this lifetime. So the chariot is the card for cancer and the chariot is the only card in the major arcana with the exception i would say i guess of the wheel of fortune that is just an object so the chariot it's not the charioteer it's the chariot it's the vessel and the chariot is being pulled in um 
in almost every deck that I've seen, it's pulled by a black horse and a white horse. And there's a lot of like onward and upward movement. But there's this safety and protectedness in this chariot. And when I was when I was sharing with my best friend, she was like, it just seems so perfect. You're on this road trip and it's like, you know, you're wanting to bring all your people and is, you know, is this an expandable chariot? Is there um is there room for everyone? Who who's how much room do you have in this RV as you're going on this life mission? Um and so having also this this black horse and this white horse and this black unicorn and this white unicorn and that things have to be working. The duality has to be working um, in unison and not at odds with each other in order for there to be this like quick burst of um, finding and harnessing that potential in movement. Because, you know, if you've ever, I, I was kind of a country girl. I mean, I lived over in Eastern Washington for a few years and if you're ever if you ever see horse-drawn carriages or people kind of riding tandem or pulling plows or any of that stuff, the horses have to work together. They have to be on the same page. Otherwise, everything goes kind of cattywampus. <clears throat> so my youngest child, my youngest child is um, in his natal chart. He is a Pisces um, sun, a Libra moon, and a... Scorpio rising and he tends to be my most mysterious child um not because on the surface he seems mysterious actually I've been recently telling people that he's a lot like Buddy the Elf which um everyone loves Buddy the Elf but it's hard to be Buddy the Elf's parent you know you see that exasperated dad in the in the movie like oh my gosh he's eating chocolate spaghetti or honey molasses spaghetti um <clears throat> so my child as a um his north node <clears throat> his south node is actually the moon it's in pisces and his north node is in virgo the hermit and looking at the numinous tarot and seeing sort of this beautiful moon card of an of an image with a it's it's like pretty naked or nude with a light kind of shining from the center of their chest it seems really vulnerable and everything kind of stripped away and moving into this direction of the hermit which is seeking a a journey and and in, you know an inner experience but it's also there's like this external experience and putting on some of the layers um, that you have to <laughs> have to have in order to um, go out on a trek in the forest in the middle of the night and looking at it I almost even see this like my child learning to embody humanness um humanity rather than this sort of magical celestial being that he is so pisces and virgo are north and south nodes and capricorn and cancer so we have the moon and hermit for pisces and virgo devil and chariot for capricorn and cancer lovers and temperance for gemini and sagittarius emperor 
and Justice for Aries and Libra, Death and Hierophant for Scorpio and Taurus, and Strength and Star for Leo and Aquarius. So I wanted to share a little bit about how using North and South nodes has just really opened up some beautiful lines of communication with my best friend and her husband. So we were just casually chatting and I mentioned we, you know, we're always learning something about astrology or tarot or something's coming up. And so I just mentioned this piece about my guiding star being cancer. And because she and I have been talking, um, we went to college together and we've been talking every week on the phone since 2005. <laughs> so 13 years is a lot of phone calls. And she knows me so well and my struggles with motherhood and my struggles to feel like I, I fit in or I belong or that I'm okay and I, that I'm safe in a, in a community or that I can create the community I, that I want. And so she was, you know, I just, I shared this thing and she, we found out that for her, her south node is in Scorpio and her north node is in Taurus. So she's moving from the death card, which is all about cycles of rebirth and into the Hierophant, which is a very spiritual um, and almost in some ways structured card. A lot of the imagery that shows up is, is a figure who seems to be <clears throat> grappling with um, like religious and spiritual hierarchy and figuring out where the, um, what the structure looks like. And so getting to see her do exploration in her own journey of what does that look like for her and how is the Hierophant being her guiding star? We both have some, um, of the similar baggage having grown up in fundamentalist Christianity. And so, you know, our conversations often revolve around not wanting to repeat that pattern of falling into fundamentalism. And so I think that it's beautiful to see, Oh, that is her card. That is her thing is, is to constantly come up with, um, or come up against the challenge to fall back into a level of fundamentalism and continue to, push herself to say, no, what is my truth? And what structure do I need? And where is my spiritual mastery? And what does that look like in this lifetime? Um, <clears throat> but, you know, as, as we all do, people who fall in love with other people and the messiness that can ensue is her husband is a South Node in Aries or a south node in Libra, excuse me, which is the justice card, and a north node in Aries, which is the emperor card. And this is actually why I wanted to talk about the two of them, because his moving from justice into emperor is beautiful in his own um, experience, because he and I are more peripherally related. I just wanted to talk about sort of the energetic quality of the idea of in a relationship they're existing the guiding star of the emperor card and the guiding star of the hierophant card because the emperor is number four the major arcana and the hierophant is number five and if we look at history emperors and popes which is what the hierophant is often called or used to be called that the emperor and pope could have a mutually beneficial relationship right 
the rise of empires and the rise of religious or spiritual institutions and structures can work really well together, but there can also be some major power challenges. And so that was the thing that I loved hearing from her is that simply knowing these two bits of information paired with their tarot card is that all of a sudden they're talking about it. He, he really resonated with this idea. She really resonated with the idea. They're having all of these conversations about what does this mean? And how do we, how do we see this thing that we're heading towards? And like, what happens if it feels a little bit like at odds, but then it's so aligned and where we're coming from and, and I just love that astrology and tarot can have this power in relationships to not cut each other down, but to say, okay, this is, this is how we're going to react. And of course, as I'm almost wrapping up, my sweet, sweet seven-year-old just comes barging in with his minecraft or roblox you know <clears throat> and wants to wants to have some attention so that is the life of a diy podcaster my friends but so i just it's something that i just really want you to think about and explore for yourself and i would just love to hear or see visually represented the cards that you pull um that you specifically pull out, not like a, a spread for this necessarily, but the cards you pull out and say, I want to see what your, what your South node is and what your North node is. What's that guiding star? What does it look like in different decks? Does there, is there any energy there? And, and why I really wanted to kind of end this Samhain series with this episode, rather than just with the Samhain collective is uh, tarot reading is because the Samhain Collective Tarot reading is, it talks about the wheel of fortune, right? The wheel turning, the wheel of the year turning. And it makes me think about how we can approach these different periods of time with some intention and to take a moment to look and see, okay, if this is my guiding star, how can I be intentional in the next couple of months, couple of weeks, couple of days to begin thinking as the wheel continuously turns, am I, am I looking up in the heavens? Am I using the compass that kind of is there to say, okay, what direction do I want to go in? Because it's going to look different for us all, right? My cancer chariot north node is going to look different for somebody who's a Sagittarius sun and moon and Leo rising and all of the other beautiful aspects of my and challenging aspects of my chart. And how do I get to do it in a unique way with having that sort of be the thing that I set my eyes to, to set my sail and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to harness my ship to go in this direction. And it feels just really important this time of year to kind of take a pause and say, okay, where are we going? This wheel is turning. Where are we headed? So like always, I would love to hear from you. Um, my Instagram at Leo rising tarot, my email Leo rising tarot at gmail.com. And you won't hear from me again for a while on the podcast, but I do plan on releasing some episodes. Um, 
tentatively around Yule um, and kind of seeing if I can carry this aspect forward. Um, and I don't know where the podcast is going, but I like this idea of sort of cyclical um, holidays being a focus, helping me to ground into what can maybe be some themes that come up. So I would appreciate, of course, you sharing this with your friends, with you taking a minute to hop on iTunes and leave me a rating or review it or um, sending me an email. You know, the way that algorithms, and I'm not a tech nerd, but I apparently podcasts don't show up in searches and tell you there's a certain amount of reviews. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of back in the day when I was trying to get my first job and it was like, you need to have a year of experience. And I'm like, how do you get a year of experience without any experience or somebody willing to take a chance on you? So you sharing this podcast with your friends and you leaving a rating or review is a way that other people can hear it. And, and honestly, you know, if, if, if cancer chariot is my North node, this idea of wanting to create community, it's my destiny. It's what I'm striving for. And something that I really, I really want this podcast and my Instagram and my tarot business to be focusing on because I want to support you and I want us to kind of do this life together. So reach out if you have any questions, concerns, um, and I'm sure we'll be in touch soon. You know, I can't stay away from the microphone. So happy Samhain to all of you. May it be safe. May it be blessed. And may you just have some time with yourself to reflect on the upcoming wheel as it turns. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Leo Rising, a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived. So feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting. But much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years. So know that there isn't a tarot um, Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point. And of course, I will update that in the future if it changes.